morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday, the 11th day of January 2018. How you doing? I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. The sun is out. Yeah, we had a, uh, you know, we got some rain. It didn't last very long, but the sun is back out in the Valley of the Sun. Our toll-free number, 800 Get the golf clubs out. Get ready. All the car auctions gearing up here. Uh, we're going to have an entire, what, probably week to 10 days of classic cars all over the place. And then the golf tournament, uh, which, uh, at least for me, and I think for most of the people that, that the regulars that live here in the Valley, it's nice. But, man, it does add to the traffic, doesn't it? So, uh, But anyway, if you're driving on the freeways, tune in right here. You can listen to us. Our website, allamericangold.com. Ramon's got that thing jam-packed all the time with news and and articles and videos and all of that stuff. If you want to uh, learn about IRAs or the medals program or, or the podcast, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, whatever, we got it all out there at allamericangold.com and was it fake news was it real news what kind of news was it are the Chinese going to stop buying our bonds are they going to slow down the purchases are they going to do nothing at all nobody really knows yesterday uh, Bloomberg broke the story that uh, Beijing has at least begun talking about uh, slowing uh, the purchases of U.S. Treasuries this morning, they don't know. Here's the, I'll just give you the headlines. China says diversifying FX reserves. Okay, that's your foreign reserves. Warns report on U.S. bonds may be fake. We don't know. If it is. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. We're just letting you know who is in charge here, and it's not you. And this is the problem. See, when you are a debtor, you you are you don't have the power you don't have the authority and the Chinese uh, are letting everybody know uh, but but the country uh, the current regular regulator so the I guess the head guy said Thursday that uh, it may not be true we we may or may not be halting the purchases. The news, and, and I don't know if it's a, you know, there's there's a language issue, and, and maybe something was lost in translation. The news could quote the wrong source of information, or maybe fake news. According to the State Administration of Foreign Exchange, in a statement published on its website, uh, I, I and again, I don't know. Here's what I do. Here's what I really, you know, what really when I, when I think about the whole thing, I really truly believe the Chinese have absolutely talked about it. I think the Chinese also at the same time are like, hey, listen, we want to take our time. We've got a plan, right? We we have our plan. We we know what we want to do and when we want to do it, and we wanted to, you know throw it out there and then we'll take it back oh yeah well you know maybe it was fake news maybe <laughs> maybe it was I guess you know when you say maybe 
that kind of leads to maybe it isn't. Uh, but but I think you know again, they're very smart, and and they threw it out there. They let it be known they were getting. I don't know if they were upset about something or if they or if it was more posturing or or if it was something like, hey, listen, be careful. This this debt thing starting to get a little bit out of hand. Right, and and. And I think it's probably all of those things, right? It's a little bit about that. It's a little bit about this, and a little bit more of over here. And of course, uh, the fact that they are going to start clearing trades in their own currency. You put it all together, and I think you've got the the recipe for hey, down the line, this is what is going to happen, uh, and we're just letting you know and. And then we'll come out today. And you know what? Here's the thing. And I think the whole market has the same reaction I do. You look at gold's up today, uh, 1,321, 1,322. Uh, the bond market, it sold off a little bit, but not that much. It's still at 256. Remember, it got, what, to 259. That 260 is uh, some resistance there. Uh, but, but I think overall, everyone kind of accepts the fact that it was probably, uh, yes, this is what it is that we're te- dealing with. This is what we're talking about. We're not ready to put it into action yet. But uh, nonetheless, uh, it's out there, and we're, we're not going to confirm it or deny it. It may be news. It may not be news. Maybe it's fake news. I love that fake news. We're just, uh, you know... Uh, I guess, was it Trump that maybe, I guess he needs credit for that, right? Because there's so much of it out there. But then again, I think it's the reason why a lot of people tune into this show. Because, I, you know, we, we, we don't really get too involved. And we, we try not to get too involved in the politics of things. And we try not to get uh, caught up in the day-to-day movement of things. Uh, we're very practical. You know, we... we, we, we we always believe, hey, don't put all of your money into any one thing. Don't put it all into gold. Obviously, you shouldn't have it all in the stock market or the housing markets or anything of that nature. Uh, and, and we really just try to look at long-term financial health and long-term financial health of the United States, because this is where we live. This is what we care about. And, and when we think about those things and trace it back to why the Constitution was written the way it was written and, and how it's all unfolding today, uh, very, very interesting. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. I'm not sure. I'm not guaranteeing it. I'm not promising. It may have been fake news, and it may not be. Eric may be here tomorrow. He may be doing a show. Uh, He told me that he was. I got, you know, it wasn't uh, some unknown source or unnamed source. It was straight from the horse's mouth. But then again, you know, he may have not have remembered the car auctions. I don't know, but maybe there's a, you know, 60-40 chance that we may see uh, the former 
CEO, shipping clerk, and janitor, the founder of this company. Uh, my uncle Eric may be here tomorrow. I will tell you this: if he if he doesn't show, I'll get on him and I, and I'll get, make him feel guilty, and I'll get him on as soon as we can. Uh, but but it may be today or today. It may may be tomorrow. Uh, something very very. Oh, timeout! Wait, Arlene's coming in. That was, he will be here, okay. See, he listened. So it's not fake news. Easy E will be in the house tomorrow. I can't wait. I, I have no idea what he's going to say. That's part of what makes it so great. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea what he's going to talk about. What he's gonna, I'm sure he will offend people. Uh, and, and, and the great thing about it is he offends people equally. Uh, so tune in tomorrow. Eric will be in the house. Uh, my favorite report came out uh, today, and it has to do uh, in something that 99.99% of Americans don't know happens. Uh, and it's one of those things that it, it angers me. It, it's, again, I go back to why you don't have the bankers in charge, right, because they destroy wealth. They they pretend that they create wealth, but they really destroy it. Uh, and and here's a perfect example. So every year, at the end of the year, the Federal Reserve uh, gives money out right? because they're very generous. Because see, they have the ability to create money out of thin air, and then somehow. The, the, that ability to take the profits from the bonds that they've bought and just dole it out, however they see fit. The Federal Reserve's income for operations in 2017 fell by uh, just under $12 billion, uh, because as interest rates are now rising, the Federal Reserve is going to be making less money because they they bought all these bonds uh, at these ultra low rates. But but neither here nor there. Uh, they made, according to their their paperwork, they made eighty point seven billion dollars, and that is that's how much money they gave to the federal government. See, so they they made up trillions of dollars, right? They bought all these bonds, and after they paid expenses. Uh, they turn the rest over to the government, which actually makes our deficit look better. Last year, they gave the government $92 billion. The year before that, they gave it over $100 billion. So it's been falling. Uh, this year, it was $80 billion. Part of the reason why the debt's going to keep going higher. Right? This is another I don't even talk about this one, right? Because this number every year is going to get less and less. It's $4.45 trillion of assets, including $2.5 trillion of U.S. Treasury securities and another $1.76 trillion of mortgage-backed securities. And again, like I said, they just made that money up. Uh, by, by the way, uh, Wolf Richter, and I, I love giving this guy credit. He's phenomenal. Uh, he's the one, you know, because I could do it. But he just does it better. So, so here's I'm getting all of it from him. They made 
$113 billion in interest. They also made $1.9 billion in foreign currency gains. I'm not sure how that works. Don't care. Uh, They call it the daily revaluation of foreign currencies denominated investments at the current exchange rate. For a total income of $115.5 billion. Now, they only gave $80 billion to the federal government. Where did the rest go? Now, uh, he does want one. These are just estimates. The, 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 the final audit results are due in March. So, but, but these were the, the estimated totals. This audit, as they call it, is the course of annual financial uh, audit executed by KPMG. One of the big four does the audit. The Fed hires them to do this for them. It's not the kind of audit that some member of Congress have been clamoring for. That's not what this is, right? Where this isn't tell us what exactly, who owns what, where did we get it, and blah blah blah, and how much are we supporting financial institutions? And all. It's not that. This is just solely a what we call a financial audit. You take everything. Whatever the Fed gave them, that's what they're going to use. The uh, combined financial statement is the, I guess, what it is that they're using. And in that, they they broke out where the rest of the money went. And here's the thing that really gets to me. Because you really think about, isn't that the people's money? Right? If they can make it up on it, then isn't that our money? Isn't, aren't those our profits? Uh, apparently, they're not. The Fed is still paying banks interest on their required reserves and their excess reserves. So right now, when banks lend money, right, we, we require them to, to keep some of it. Right, we, They can't loan out. 100% of their deposits. Apparently, out of the kindness of the, the, the hearts of the Federal Reserve, they pay them for that. It's your deposit. It's our deposit. Why would the bank be getting paid for my money? Of course, that's just how, welcome to, to banking, right? It's not about you. And then they also pay on excess reserves. In other words, okay, we're required to keep this much. But, you know, we just don't have that many great places to loan money, so we got a bunch more left over. The Fed pays them for that as well. By the way, the excess reserves are by far the biggest. Okay, so when you think about required reserves, it'd be one thing, like if the excess revert was just a little sliver, Hey, 98% of it is is for the required and just a little. It's the other way around. They, they uh, Before QE, in July of 2008, excess reserves from the nation's banks, where they put money at the Federal Reserve, was $1.7 billion dollars. 
Today, it's $2.2 trillion. <laughs> They went from a billion dollars, right? Well, let's round up. They went from $2 billion to $2 trillion. And the Federal Reserve pays them for that. Yeah, they get paid to not lend out your money. According to the to the audit, the Federal Reserve paid out thirty billion dollars just this year alone to the nation's bank. Thirty billion. Wouldn't it have been great if you got your yearly Federal Reserve, right? Chunk of that. Right? Wouldn't you think that, hey, you know what? Today I got an extra whatever it may be. You know, you think about these tax cuts. I mean, think about if you took the whole thing, the whole $115 billion, and instead of giving it to the government, you gave it back to the actual depositors. Just saying. Just a thought. I mean, that's crazy talk, I know. Uh, but, yeah, so this year, $80 billion went to the federal government. Again, that's down about $12 billion from last year. And if you figure on that path, then this is the part, this is the other thing no one talks about. You know, if interest rates really do go the other way, Federal Reserve is actually going to need money. <laughs> right? It'll actually go the other way if they still have the assets. Part of the things we don't talk about about why they want to sell down these assets because if it goes the wrong way for long enough, and they're still holding $4 trillion, they'll need money. The thought. Another reason why all of these debts can really can go uh, the other way, uh, but yeah, and, and then the the, uh, the thirty billion dollars to the bank. Think about this: How could you not be making all this money? Right, you're getting paid thirty billion dollars, and you know that like the Big Twelve that Kashkari was talking. About, you know they probably get like twenty eight billion of the thirty. Man, I know it just. Doesn't it makes no sense? And you think about the the you know our our whole economic system, and they're trying to tell us and convince us that uh, they fixed the the banking problem and all of this thing. I guess it'd be fixed if they're getting thirty billion dollars of free money every year. And and one of the things that again that they created this is not something that was standard operating procedure. This was one of the other things they added to the banks. Oh, hey, we're going to start paying you uh, for not lending your money. So at the end of the day, every night, the bank has, you have this much in deposit. You have to keep this much that you're required but you have trillions of dollars more than that. Guess what? We're going to just pay you. We're going to pay you some money for all of that money. And now you kind of see how you know behind the scenes uh, things are really working. And 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 eventually, as they sell down, allegedly, right? That that would go away. Now. They added this rule about paying on deposits. I have not heard the Federal Reserve even mention taking that away. 
Because if they took it away, think about this. Because, like, again, this was not something that they always had done. That would have been an extra $30 billion that at least would have been turned back to the government to, to reduce the national debt. I mean, since when do public companies get, well, I guess we're always, right? They're always picking the winners and the losers. But now this private entity, the Federal Reserve, can sit there and pay out $30 billion to their buddies? $30 billion that should be going to the people that put the money in there to begin with, or the, or at least, if nothing else, back to the taxpayer? I mean, you just think about corruption and things that, you know, I, I call it the sniff test, right? You give it the sniff test, you're like, yeah, that doesn't quite, that doesn't seem right. That seems awfully shady. And, and that falls right in there. And, and and again, they don't talk about it. They don't put it in your face. So you don't know. What I'd love to know is how solvent are, and I don't know how, my guess is they're fine, right? We bailed them out. We gave them all the, the write-offs and all that. And they, oh, yeah, we paid back the, the money that we borrowed. Of course, they paid it back by, by not paying taxes. But no one wants to talk about that. That's a different show. How good are they without the money? Just a thought. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a Thursday. We've got a special that hasn't been run in years today. That's coming up next. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report. A daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Championed by Phyllis Schlafly for years, our unique patent system has helped make our nation the breadbasket of nearly all great inventions worldwide. In addition to the light bulb and telephone, Americans invented the airplane, the transistor at the heart of all electronics, and the Internet. The American economy grew fastest when innovation was fully encouraged by our unique patent system. Our economy depends on new inventions to grow because cheap labor will always be available in other countries. Our competitors, such as China, recognize how important innovation is, and they force American companies to share inventions with them. But the America Invents Act, which Phyllis Schlafly opposed, takes rights away from the future Thomas Edisons by granting patent rights to the company that files first for a patent rather than to the inventor who created the invention. This tilts our patent system in favor of big corporations and against the small inventor, who has always been the wellspring of Yankee ingenuity. Beginning in 2013, the America Invents Act has had a terrible effect on American innovation and our economy. The AIA authorizes opponents of a patent to demand that the Patent and Trademark Office reconsider whether a previously issued patent is valid. Imagine if your neighbor could have your property rights reevaluated and taken away by a federal agency without a court hearing. Thomas Edison obtained more than a thousand American patents, which enabled him to attract large investments. With such funding, Edison was able to light up New York City in September of 1882 using his new electricity-generating power plant. This replaced gas lights with Edison light bulbs. 
But the AIA and a ruling by the U.S. Supreme Court in a case concerning eBay have weakened the rights of patent holders in the exclusive use of their invention. On November 27th, the Supreme Court heard a new case called Oil States Energy Services versus Greens Energy Group, in which the court could strike down a central part of the AIA as unconstitutional. This would restore the rights of small inventors in patents and could provide the boost to our economy that we need. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. American ingenuity should be celebrated and rewarded. Individual inventors should be protected from any threat, foreign or domestic, that would steal their patents and profits. At phyllisschlafly.com, we promise to stand up for those who work hard, innovate, and dream big. If that's you, join us at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back, 800-951-0592. Eric will be in tomorrow. I'm excited about it. I can't wait uh, to to see what he has to offer, so make sure you tune in for that. Uh, This just did Brent crude. So you got NYMEX and Brent. NYMEX crude is, I guess, you know, U.S. crude. Uh, Brent crude uh, is mostly uh, the crude that... is overseas. It's a heavier crude. Uh, just broke seventy uh, for the first time in in four years. Uh, Nymex crude sixty four fifty five. I don't know. I saw an article today that we could see three plus dollar gasoline uh, in the United States again. Uh, could be making a comeback. We'll have to see how again. A lot of money out there. Uh, the dollar under pressure. Matter of fact, uh, let's just check in. Uh, the dollar gold's up three right now. Yeah, the dollar down forty-eight basis points, ninety-one uh, eighty-seven. It's been as low as ninety-one eighty uh, again. So that's right near the lows. And again, uh, I wouldn't be shocked uh, to see the dollar back in the eighties. Uh, the way things are going right now, it, it just feels like uh, that's kind of uh, this this phase of the market we're in, where we've got the the raising of rates and the fear that the the, the rates are going to to hurt growth. Uh, then you have things like the tax cuts, and and we still don't know about infrastructure and everything else where we could get growth. And, and then you have the part that we're getting the growth because of the huge jump in the debt. And, and then you have the part where now uh, the, the, the ECB, as an example, uh, they're getting ready, right, to, to stop. You know, they're still buying bonds. They're still doing QE. Uh, but today they made another announcement today uh, that that's winding down. So now you have... Uh, another case for dollar weakness. I think that's going to continue because they they're fearful of interest rates getting too high uh, and shutting off the growth that they are hoping for from the tax cuts. Uh, at the same time, uh, the the euro has been gaining strength as they're starting to wind down their quantitative easing. Uh, and then the bigger the bigger issue is how big is the debt go- going to get, uh, and then whether the Chinese. I you know. I think the Chinese did it on purpose, right? 
hey, we're going to leak it, and then we'll kind of say, well, maybe it was fake news, but, you know, we're just letting you know kind of uh, where they stand upon on the debts. Uh, and so you have that pressure as well. Uh, very, very, and great, a uh, great cyber Dow's up another 100 points today uh, on, I, I think they're betting, I think Boeing was the big one. I don't know uh, if maybe Boeing's going to sell more airplanes or, or maybe they, they may be one of the big winners of the tax cuts. I, I don't know the details, but uh, nonetheless, I think you're going to see higher prices for gasoline and, and rents and insurance and all of those other things, uh, wages, even uh, with the 18 states that rose, raised the minimum wage, I think wages, again, they're just going to be contained. And you see uh, Red Robin, no more busboys. Right? Hey, uh, wages are going up. We're going to get rid of the busboys. Uh, yeah, Jack in the Box talking about we're getting ready to get rid of cashiers and all of those things. I think a lot of these uh, minimum wage jobs, if they can get rid of them, they're going to, over the next 10 years, they're just going to be gone. And uh, nonetheless, uh, that's the market we're in. We do have, I said uh, before the break, we have something we haven't run in years. Uh, and the answer is, is just because there's not enough supply out there uh, in, 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 to do it. But we have the the Indian trio. You know, when we run an Indian, uh, and remember, the Indians were, were uh, the fractional coins that went with the St. Gaudens. So you had the, the liberties, you had the 20s, the 10s, the 5s, and the $2.5 liberties. Uh, and then Teddy Roosevelt thought the liberties, they weren't majestic enough uh, to showcase uh, the power that America was. And he commissioned uh, Augustus St. Gaudens to come up with a new design, uh, hence the St. Gaudens coin. Uh, Bella Pratt uh, was commissioned to do the Indians. Uh, and they made the $10 Indian, which is, you know, the, the half-ounce Indian. That's the female Indian. That's the Lady Liberty, the side profile of Lady Liberty's face, and she's got an Indian headdress on. And then the $5 and $2.5 Indian, those are the male Indian, and that is actually a male uh, a coin that resembles a, a an Indian male uh, with the Indian war, uh, you know, the feather headdress. I say it's a war headdress. I don't know. It may not be. But it, with with his uh, Indian headdress on, uh, the and I say it all the time, the $5 Indian is my favorite coin. It's, it, it, uh, it's just, uh, I think, the best coin we ever made. Uh, the $5 and the $2.5 Indian, they had that incused design. In other words, it was the only coin, uh, that I know of in U.S. history where they actually engraved into it. And uh, Eric always told the story that uh, when the plague of the, like, the, you know, the plague in the, in the 19th, 16th, 17th, 18th, uh, the, the don't put that in your mouth came from that in. They thought that the, the, the accused design of those male Indians carried the plague. And so you saw the the Indian coins didn't get minted uh, for years and years. Uh, for I think the last, and I'll get you the exact dates uh, when we get back in the next segment. But they they stopped minting them uh, because they were fearful of that and didn't re. Uh, I think they went from like 1919 to 1929 where they didn't mint any of them. 
uh, and then they started minting them again in 1929. But we have a, a total of 25 sets. So, and, and normally the problem is maybe we can run the 10, or maybe we can run the 5, or maybe we can run the 2.5, but usually you can't run them together because there's just not enough material out there. But today you can get the female $10 Indian and both males, the 5 and the 2.5, all together, uh, they're 1400 bucks for the set. So you get all three coins in the set. Uh, and again, this is one of the best prices I've seen on Indians in, in some time. 1400 bucks at 800-951-0592. Uh, there's 25 sets available. So I'm going to put a limit. Uh, limit four sets, or maximum. You can buy up to four sets. That way, if uh, I don't want one person to buy them all, and then nobody else gets a chance to buy any. Uh, so maximum of four sets. They're $1,400 a piece. Uh, the Indian Trio set, the $10, uh, which is the female Indian Lady Liberty in her Indian head headdress, and then both of the male coins, the two and a half and the five dollar, all together fourteen hundred bucks at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back, Patriot Radio News Hour. We've got a we've got chaos here at the Patriot Radio News Hour corporate headquarters here in the Deer Valley Studios. First of all, Wendy came in, uh, which is always crazy. You know, we she uses us as her home address and has stuff delivered here all the time but we we had uh you know those things you plug into the to the wall uh the smelly, thing. The smelly yeah. yeah we call really them the smelly, smelly things. things we hate them yeah and and one of them uh, yesterday it wasn't in the plug it was just sitting on a desk and i'm not going to name any names Arlene, but somebody knocked it over and spilt it everywhere, and and it just it, 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 nauseating. I, I there's the only words to describe right, the she, the scent. But she, Arlene saved it for me because she thought it was mine. She thought it was hers. And I'm like, throw it out. I, and, I and Arlene's like, I'm not throwing it. I maybe went and went and like, it wasn't mine. You're is it? She said my wife brought it in. Right. Either way, it's in the garbage now. So we, we had to triple bag it and then take it out to the car. <laughs> this is what goes on during the breaks here. You never know what's going to happen. Why are you here? I had to pick up that package. Oh, yeah, I, that's right. I, I, I shipped you. Brought, brought back receipts, shipping right. receipts. I, I shipped By the way, I gave you a kudos on the... On, on the metals program that you really... I got them all out. Well, you, no, actually, there was two that I didn't. One because he kind of wanted to wait another couple months. And the other one, I'm not sure why. <laughs> you left I'll one. figure it out Monday. <laughs> okay. See, and I gave you kudos, and now we... But we double-checked, so we, there was one. What? One, one. Yeah, but yeah, everybody, the metal plan is gone. You want to join, call up and join. We're starting another quarter. So we're doing the metals for the uh, Indian trio today. Oh, no. Nice. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we got 25 total, so we can do up to 25 sets. Right. And here's how they broke down. And they're so pretty. Oh, they're great. Oh, my gosh. So the $2.5 Indian, it started in 08. 
and they minted it up through 1915. I didn't the plague, you know, remember I told you, you know, the and, and I can't, I, I don't know. Eric tells the story, so I'll go with it. Right. That, that uh, because of that Q's design, they worried that it carried the plague. They didn't, and they stopped minting them. So from 1915 to 1925, they didn't mint them. So 19, well, I guess 1916 through 1924, they didn't mint any two and a half dollar Indians. Then they minted some again in 25, 26, 27, 28, and 29, and then stopped minting them after 1929. And they never minted more than about 500, five, six hundred thousand. Uh, was the most they they I think one year they hit seven hundred thousand, but not very many, and a lot of them got melted down. Then the five dollar Indian, same thing, right? It it had that enclosed design, uh, and it went from '08 to '50. Actually, they didn't mint a few in 2016. Some got out about two hundred thousand or twenty sixteen. Nineteen sixteen. I know you know. And then they did not mint them again until they minted them one more year in 1929. That was it. Right. So they, they stopped. 1916, they stopped production and didn't mint another one until 1929. And then after that, they didn't mint anymore. And then the $10 one, which was the female Indian, it didn't have the infused design. But still, the, the same thing kind of applied there. They they minted them uh through 1916 and then stopped during the play years. They stopped 1917, 1918, 1919, minted some again in 1920, and then stopped again, then minted them some again in 26 and then 32. So part of the reasons why the Indians are so hard to get is because they went so many years without minting any. Uh, and on top of the fact that even when they were minting them, their 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 production levels uh, were never all that great. So uh, take advantage of the Indian Trio set. Uh, you get all three coins for fourteen hundred dollars. That's a great price. It really is on on Indians. It's a it's a really really good price. Uh, and not to mention, there it's hard to get any quantity uh, all at the same time. So twenty five sets available. A uh, maximum of four sets. That way uh, everyone can get a turn, hopefully, to get them. 800-951-0592. That is your toll-free number. We're going to talk about the Federal Reserve. Is, I, I've never seen uh, this amount of talk, and I think it's probably because, you know, we're replacing the top three people at the Federal Reserve. They issued another statement yesterday talking about even while the stock market's booming, you know, in the economy, let's say, you know, I'm fairly optimistic. I think 2018 could be a, a halfway decent year. I'm hoping, you know, and, and, and I'm hoping businesses will will spend some money. I don't know. I think it's more going to be buybacks, but we'll see. Let's hope. They're getting ready and they're talking about what is going to be coming next and what is uh, what they're worried about is more and more Fed officials are wondering if there's a better way to begin thinking seriously about a dramatic change to monetary policy. So remember, uh, Harker started this all last week, uh, and now 
uh, more talk is coming about scrapping the the what they're calling the failing two percent inflation target. And remember what they want to replace it with. They want to replace it with a four percent target. Well, I don't know about four. That was Harker's number. Uh, but former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers, okay, he was the one. It was him or Janet Yellen, uh, if you remember back then, and it ended up being Janet. He was talking at the Brookings Institute at a conference uh, this week on the Fed's inflation target problem. So they actually, you know, that's what they like to do. Let's have a conference and let's get all these super smart academic people in a room and talk about the product or or the problem. I'm going to tell you what he thought when we get back. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment. Hey, Wendy, hold on. Don't leave yet. Final segment. Sorry about that. All kinds of crazy stuff happens during the breaks. Uh, But Larry Summers was talking at the Brookings Institute, and he brought up some really great points. Over the history of the recessions in the United States, and he went all the way back to the 50s, so from the 50s through today, the Federal Reserve cuts interest rates on average by five percentage points. Now, right now, the the Fed funds rate one and a quarter to one and a half, and so he you know makes the obvious point. Listen, we're not going to have five percentage points, right? And 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 kind of saying, listen, we're never going back to a Fed funds rate of 5%, I guess. I I never say never, I'll say that. The overwhelming likelihood is that when recession comes, policy will not have sufficient room to cut rates as much as it would like within the current framework. Summer said that the Fed could be at zero interest rates up to 40% of the time talking about, hey, listen, this is going to be the new, and remember, I keep talking about, like, Japan and all that, right, the same thing where we don't get a lot of growth and we don't get, you know, interest rates could be at zero, 40% of the time. Here's the problem. They also could be negative. Could be higher. The other 60% could be higher, could be negative. I am completely unconvinced that quantitative easing can be our salvation the next time around, right? So, in other words, uh, adding to the balance sheet, that's not going to be enough. So we say, listen, cutting rates isn't going to be enough. Quantitative easing isn't going to be enough. The recent tax bill, which boosted the deficit outlook, means the fiscal side will have less ability to respond the next time around as well. And, of course, we can argue whether that's been effective or not. Gaining the solution, gaining the most traction. Mentioned by Federal Reserve officials and academics is called price level targeting. So we've got a new term we need to know now. Remember, we had to learn quantitative easing the, the last go-round. Now we need to learn Price level targeting. Right? Let's see. Doesn't say the word inflation. 
doesn't say the word devaluation. I mean, he gets rid of all the words that are scary and just calls it price-level targeting. At least three current Fed officials in recent weeks have talked about it. Currently, the Fed policy calls for the Federal Reserve to hit a 2% inflation target. Now I guess we're going to have to get ready for the price-level targeting. The price-level targeting would ratchet up the seriousness of the effort. What does that mean? We go back to zero right now because we're not there? Uh, Is the Fed going to print even more money? I don't know. It's really getting weird out there. Patriot Radio News Hour, Erickson tomorrow. We still got those Indian trios, $1,400, Everybody take care. Enjoy the sunshine. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Make sure you tune in tomorrow.